the Arch Campbell podcast featuring Arch, Lou Katz, and a cast of thousands begins now. Hi, everybody. I'm Arch Campbell. And uh, as you know, this summer we've been producing podcasts every other week. But this week we have a bonus show. This, this is what you call a pop-up show. Is that is that it, Lou? Yeah, you could call it that, yeah. yeah. Pop yeah, up. we're popping up. <laughs> Some of you know that my old station, Channel 4, uh, just produced a special on WRC's 75th anniversary. Uh, the station went on the air in 1947. And, uh, you know, one thing that occurred to me is, uh, Lou, you worked in the NBC building the same time. I went to work there in 1974 and worked until 2006. You and I and were actually were the at the same time. I was I was in the radio division, local radio down in the basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, you know, in the 70s, that was like the quintessential old-time broadcast place. It had television and radio and network radio and network television and i I walked in there and david brinkley was walking down the hall uh, i know i was just fascinated every time i would walk go into work in that building about the history behind it and uh, i remember on my lunch breaks or dinner breaks or whatever i had i'd always like to go down to where the tv control room was to watch, mm-hmm. you know, what was going on. And sometimes they had the evening news. I don't know if they called it nightly news back then or whatever. The Huntley Brinkley Reporter. But, right. I, but I would just sit there in amazement and watch, you know, all the, all the goings on to get these shows on. And then I'd go back to my measly little, you know, radio studio and push buttons. So. You know, they're uh, totally renovating the NBC building in Washington. Uh, they're going to cut uh, Studio A into three studios. It was the size of football field. Uh, in fact, President Eisenhower came and turned on the lights. It was the first color uh, studio in America wow. designed for color television. When you walked into the building, there was a mosaic of the NBC chimes. <laughs> In the floor. Do you remember that? I don't remember, but I remember the lobby being on the small side. That I do remember. Well, they in the renovations, they have discovered this, uh, this mosaic, and I think they're going to dig it out, do something to it. Anyway, they, they asked me to come back into the building. It's the first time I'd been there in several years. And uh, I sat down with Bob Ryan and Doreen Gensler, who anchors the news, and we traded stories about our exploits together. So this pop-up is uh, that interview. It runs about 30 minutes, and it's a, uh, uh, I think it's a, a very fun walk down memory lane. So shall we go? We're turning 75. NBC4 has been on the air for 75 years, and we're celebrating with two of our longtime good friends. <laughs> so you will remember Bob Ryan, who was our chief meteorologist here for 30 years. <laughs> yes. And Arge Campbell was with us for more than 30 years, covering entertainment news and uh, movie reviews and uh, all kinds of feature stories. It's good to see good both to see of you. you. And, I would like to jump in and say... As we start, that both Bob and I are older than the station. (laughs) 
So I hate to say that it, makes this yes. the rhyme of the ancient That's mariner. Right. Well, so I was how, how six about, when I started. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and Arch was four. I'm supposed to be interviewing me. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get okay. in a, a word edgewise. Here's another number oh, okay. um, among us. The three of us. Uh, we've we've uh, worked. We've spent almost a hundred years. Oh, hundred years here. Wow. Yes. Isn't wow. that shocking? That yes. was great. You two were so much older than me. But <laughs> That's still, true. Well, we that's were. the way it adds up. That's true. We came to your uh, elementary school graduation. <laughs> Didn't we speak then? <laughs> all right. We all go back a long way. That, that yes. much is clear. Yes. Arch, you started here when our station was just 27 years old. We want to take a look at a clip of you from the oh, 70s. Oh, my. Spot <laughs> enjoys the sights of our nation's capital. Downtown, Spot is as well behaved as any diplomat. Those researchers who've poo-pooed the miniature pig don't know what they're missing. Spot is loyal and lovable. Why, he even makes a good nighttime watch pig. Come on. Ooh. Well, it's been another rough day for me and my pet pig, Spot. So I guess I'll turn in and say good night, folks. Oh, and... Uh, Good night, Spot. <laughs> and then what you, you done? Actually, uh, you, yes. you actually lived with that yes. pig for months and months. That's a true I, story. Came, I came to work. Arch had a pig as I, his pet in the house. And I'm, this, this was long before I met you. I, I came to work here in 1974, and they were trying anything. So I was working in something called Special Projects, and the guy I worked for calls me and he says, Arch, I just read about the USDA. They've bred these miniature pigs for research and nobody will buy them. So I want you to get one and raise it as a pet. And so any, I, any sane person, Arch, would have said, yeah. are you kidding me? I said, okay. <laughs> so I called them up. I bought one. They took pictures of me, you know, going out to have the thing delivered. I took it home. I paper trained him. I named him Spot. He lived in the basement of my house. He could walk on a leash. He was a lovely little animal. And, uh, and the big kicker was for the first piece, um, I went to bed with him. <laughs> when, the, when the lights went off, you heard this. <laughs> Screech. But that was from you, and, not from the bed. <laughs> Later on. I, I heard so many stories about he, this pig. He, I, I entered him in a singing dog contest, and he got on the Walter Cronkite News that night. It was uh, the news in the 70s was the they would try anything. And so, you know, it was not that unusual to be called in and say, get one of these pigs. <laughs> Do something. And, you know, the thing that, and that was it. There were three stations or four uh -huh. stations with news. Uh -huh. There was no internet. There was no uh, so satellite. It was, and, so it's okay to put crazy entertainment. Yeah, on the you news. could do. You did anything, and people watched. In the seventies, uh, Channel Four actually struggled, and uh, it, it was, was a long. Pig. It was a, the pig didn't help. <laughs> One of the things you're, you're I, talking about struggling in the ratings. Yeah. So we we, didn't, were we like didn't have as many viewers. Number as three in a three-station mm -hmm. race. Yep. And Vance and I would uh, bond over that struggle. And at the end of the 70s, um, they tried to hire the anchor man from Channel 9, Gordon Peterson. Uh -huh. And they went to court, and he lost the case. So uh, Vance's co-anchor was Jim Hartz. His contract ended, and he left. 
several other people left. Sue Simmons was here, uh -huh. and for a while, Vance anchored with Sue Simmons, right. which was, that was really a cutting-edge teaming. Two African-Americans teamed up yeah. together. Mm -hmm. She got her dream job in New York, so she left, and then Willard Scott, who was the biggest name in the station, announced he was leaving. So at the end of 1979, everybody left. <laughs> and they said, who the heck is going to come in and replace Willard? And, and so... We switched. And that is when everything yeah. turned around yeah. in 1980, starting with Bob Ryan. And then uh, one week, a couple weeks later, George Michael. We, uh, I you came, and George started about the same time. George started the first of March, yeah. uh, 1980. Yeah. And I do remember Vance introduced him. He said uh, they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't that. keep a sportscaster. Uh -huh. So George uh, Vance says uh, we got a new sportscaster. And I hear he's pretty good. Here's George Michael. And George had been a rock and roll disc jockey in uh -huh. New York. So George gives it the complete rock and roll. Hello, everybody. I'm George Michael, and here's the sports. And he starts rocking and rolling. And at the end, Vance is pretty good. <laughs> and they bonded. Uh-huh. They sure did. And then it, it was uh, Arch, myself. George, and there were a and couple Vance of different and anchors <laughs> next to Vance. <laughs> and a was, revolving was, door yeah. until I, Doreen came. Well, all right. Well, I have a we're bunch of clips of that I'm supposed to introduce, oh, okay. and you guys uh -oh. are just bypassing all of that. I know. There uh -oh. was a time, Arch. Is this film or videotape? Look at the clips. <laughs> a lot of it's film. Oh, that's right. Well, there, there was a time, Arch, when you uh, did the weather. Yeah. Yes. I want to I take a look at that. Before, before we get to, <laughs> Did you know uh, this, Bob? Bob? You told me about it when uh, they were never desperate. You've never seen it. <laughs> the station had reached the depths of desperation. <laughs> well, literally, in those days when they would call you in I mean, and did say, you have any idea what you were doing, Garch? <laughs> There's a backstory to this. Was. There is a backstory <laughs> okay. to this. On, uh, at the end of the 70s, my career had stalled, so I volunteered to do the morning cut-ins. I did a 15-minute newscast. That was the first time from your career stalled? Yeah, <laughs> and the latest stall. <laughs> so I was doing the cut-ins for about a year, and the George Washington snowstorm happened in 1979, uh -huh. right. a surprise snowstorm. And uh, I went in about 5 o'clock, and then the news aide, who was Paris Kina, who you may know later on, years later, married, married Willard Willard. Scott. Yeah. She was in there. Kenny Gamble ran the news uh, desk. And it kept snowing and snowing. And I get a call from the news director. I can't get out of my driveway. And for most of that day, the three of us were the <laughs> news department of Channel 4. So that night, uh, the weekend weatherman... I'll, I'll say his name. I don't, he won't. He won't mind. It's Paul Anthony. Uh -huh. Walked in from Chevy Chase, about <laughs> two miles, in a, a foot of snow, and he put together this huge report on this front and that front, and this happened and that happened. And six o'clock came, and he's standing by in the studio waiting to give his big report. And Vance and Hartz get on the phone with Willard. And Willard, I think, had uh, done some commuting with his friend, Mr. Daniels. Oh, so <laughs> he was in Delaplane. So yeah. He was out there on his farm in Paris. So they start laughing and talking. And the phone call goes on and on and on. And the producer cut 
Paul Anthony. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Paul charges out of there, finds the news director. He says, that was it. that's it. I quit. <laughs> yeah. And he charged out the front door and walked home. So the next morning, I'm in the newsroom. The news director says, Arch, have you ever done? I'm the only person sitting in the newsroom. He points at, have you ever done the weather? And I said, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Lying through my teeth. And I did the weather for six months. Yep. Wow. And when you came. You that, still wanted to do the weather. That was, <laughs> that was important for this station because it made the switch from weather being right. something funny and anybody, the guy standing in the newsroom can worked. do it you know, I couldn't. to you. Well, talk, talk about that because you, uh, how did you and Willard come to switch I was doing places. Today Show and mm -hmm. then a new news, <laughs> a news president of NBC who had been uh, Bill yeah, Small, Bill who Small. had been uh, the vice president of CBS. Right. And he, and he did not get the promotion in CBS, so he came and took over NBC here in Washington. And then the Today Show was doing quite well, but I think between Bill Small and then uh, Tom Brokaw and Jane Pauley were anchoring, and uh, they wanted to put a little bit of extra something in it. And so uh, Bill Small said, Willard, congratulations, you're going to the Today Show. And I came down here, congratulations, you're taking over for Willard. So it, it worked. I told the story. It worked out great for both of us. I mean, nobody could do Willard, and Willard had his national stage. And when the first few days I did watch, and Willard was a little <laughs> trying, right. not quite doing Willard, and it right. gradually evolved, and it was a great success. Early on, you forecast a snowstorm that nobody else forecast, and you were right, and right. everybody else was it, wrong. And that is the there's, thing and, that and made Bob Ryan. Bob, and we had, Bob we had Ryan. Our weather watchers and uh, all sorts of whoops. And people <laughs> remembered <Steroids>. the <laughs> surprise snowstorm that nobody saw coming, and then there you were, correctly giving the weather, and suddenly you made weather important. Well, that and and uh, I'm doing the last piece with the uh, with a group of people about trust and how you develop uh -oh. trust because mm -hmm. that's important yeah. in yeah. news or Certainly. weather or whatever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that one storm made a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. Across the street, with a name that I will not mention, said, "No, I'm not." It does, and you don't want to I, mention we, Gordon Barnes. No, <laughs> we had everybody in uh, people like I.J. Hudson, everybody positioned, uh -huh. ready to go during the storm. And and by 10 o'clock in the morning, everybody was at home, and they just watched us around right. the clock. Yeah. Pat Collins was out in the street. Everybody, and we had the remote crews here and there, and so that was it. Your approach to weather, you were a game changer, Bob. Well, yeah, you really <laughs> a snowstorm were. Snowstorm changer, Eddie. Well, and you I, know, I, I had fun doing what I did. I think we all did that. And uh -huh. and uh, and if you love doing what you do, right. you're enthusiastic, and people say, "Boy, that's fun." And that's mm -hmm. that's part of the. There's a promo season. floating around. Go with Bob. Oh yeah. That yes. I think is one right. of the greatest uh, promos. Uh, ever made for a weatherman. It was, yeah, and I don't it's, know if we have that, but it was uh, a Maybe flight. a rights problem, but 
<laughs> I heard, uh, listen, you, uh, you guys, before I got here in 1989, you guys had, I've heard so many stories you've had, you had so much fun. It sounds like you got into a lot of trouble together. Yes, yes. And, uh, and, and I, I, I love it. One of the, uh, I've, uh, we have a clip of one of the, uh, one of the stories that, that I've heard. This one, Jim Vance talking about Willard Scott coming in from his farm, mm. uh, trying to sell eggs. Oh, yeah, right. in the building. Well, he Let's used fly. it for a tax write-off. <laughs> That's why. Which I Was think that it? His first recollection when I first came here oh. is every Friday, yeah. this guy would come around, this bald-headed dude would come around <laughs> carrying these bags of eggs. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what the hell is going on here? Remember, you, you, you sold eggs Are you kidding? every was, Friday. I made more money out of well, you figure, <laughs> the tax angle. I have, <laughs> I didn't need a lawyer. I didn't need an accountant. You made a bundle on them. You eggs, bought those eggs. I man. bought them every Friday. Buck a dozen. Better than Safeway. That's, that's where they came from. <laughs> There's only one Willard. Mmm, later. Mmm. I think I'm well. Oh, chickens. <laughs> You guys, you guys had a lot of fun. Oh yeah, and uh, should we mention the Zlatan Stamovich? <laughs> or how about rum night? Well, well rum night rum, yes. on Thursday nights. <laughs> we don't wow. remember exactly everything that uh, happened, but I, when I think back about uh, my years at Channel Four, I remember a uh, a visionary general manager who came here right around the end of 1979, named John Rohrbeck, mm -hmm. and. The end of 79, that's when everything went wrong and everybody left and Willard left and uh, Vance and I were practically the only people left standing. And uh, Rohrbeck called us together and said, we may not beat the other stations one-on-one, -on -one, but we can do it as a team. And he put the, the idea of a team mentality into the DNA, I think of this station, and I think it's still with the station today. And the promos we had—I I don't know how many yes, promos. That, the one on the went, boat. Some which we were conscious for. <laughs> one on the boat. And we, and we did have a. a somebody went overboard, as I recall. I think uh, no, Mr. George. Tequila uh, <laughs> was on that boat. George, George actually <laughs> was keelhauled. On the, on George the, got he in was, the. He got in the in the water too. and. But yeah. then we had, we had a, I think one of the first was, we're the team, uh -huh. the football. Uh -huh. uh, right. That was a football and, game. And, and the other a, people in town would say, they're selling you guys like a can of beer. <laughs> and, the, and, well, yes, they were. And, and it worked. It, it reinforced that team thing. But the team thing really we're, happened. And we had a more senior member of the team who was the co-anchor. <laughs> and during the football game, the younger guys were, were playing serious football. And I think we almost came close to dislocating his back. I think I know who you're talking about. The first promo shoot that I was involved in, I was I was new to the team and I remember going out to some they uh, they, they put me in they, they, they used a rain machine and they put me in a big flicker and everything. And I'm like, what is the point of this? I think we had a we had kind of a, a wild person uh, running the promo department who liked to use props and smoke right. and Bob, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. did, yeah. And actually, the team we're the team went on for years, and then uh, it was the team it was always the team. And uh, at the height, and when it, it was, quote, not the golden age, though it was the golden age, right. but no. there were uh, um, you, Vance, 
George, myself, and Arch. Mm -hmm. And the sequence was the news, then I would do the weather, take right. some, and I would uh, run over, of course, and George would get upset because yeah. he had less time, <laughs> and he would run over, and then Arch had yes, his, I at would, the very end, I'd, would have I'd be getting seconds. the rap. <laughs> I did but some of the shortest reports. Night. Every yes, night. Yes, exactly. But and then you hit Johnny Carson, and boom, so it was complete yeah. program flow. Boom, right into Carson, Absolutely. and everybody watched to see the sports. George, nobody did the sports like George did. There the was weather. one night I got cut off. I was, I was winding up, and I went to see this thing, and I just want to tell you, bam, and we go off the air. So right the next night I go back. Issue. As I was saying last night, <laughs> it was great. It was just an extra segment. But Lucky. I think the, we were the first mm -hmm. to go without a commercial, right in at the end of the exactly. news, into Carson, and people loved it because they... They didn't have to sit through a commercial. But we, when that team thing started, we actually started bonding early on in the 80s. You and I would start going out to dinner. Uh, we'd go over to George's house for dinner. Yeah. Vance would come over to George's house. I am remembering one night uh, the word came around, uh, there's a new restaurant on K Street. We're going to go down there. So you know this story? You, me, and Vance and George, we go down to some place. They could and have the, shot the promo there. The wine is flowing <laughs> and the drinks are flowing. And I come back and I saw, I said, did, did we get remember? a check for that? <laughs> did you pick up the check? And you said, well, I didn't get a check. <laughs> I think we rolled in there and rolled out. <laughs> Nobody said oh anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, lucky, lucky for me in 1989, I, I got to come and join this mm -hmm. already mm -hmm. wonderful team. Right. And, I met you at the Xerox machine the, <laughs> up in the newsroom. So I'm going in there to do something, and you're there, uh, and you said, Hi, I'm Doreen. So that's where I met Doreen at the Xerox machine. We, we don't have Xerox machines anymore. The no, night Doreen didn't. started, I was watching in the well, news. Wait, room. okay, okay. All right, well, all right. hold oh, on a second, that? Arch. Yes, oh. we have that. The producers uh, are making me put that, uh, put that on. <laughs> my, first, uh, my first night on the air with... Uh, with, with George this, and Vance? With this team this, in uh, 1989. A wonderful segue, because we want to take this opportunity to welcome the newest member of the News 4 team. This is Doreen, folks, Doreen Gensler. Take a good look. She's going to be with us for quite a while. No stranger to these parts. She has roots in the city. Folks still live in the city, mm -hmm. and I'm sure your folks are real proud. Mr. and Mrs. Gensler, you got a right to be proud. <laughs> welcome, I suspect they're uh, tuned in tonight. Thank you, so. Jim. I'm very happy to be here. That hair, oh my God. So the sports still, segment comes. Yes. And George and Vance, you know, they're always over in the corner bonding and everything. So Vance introduces George and George says something. They start talking sports. And you jump in and you say, wait a minute. <laughs> and you top whatever it was they were talking about. And the both of them, their jaws dropped. That was it. And they started it. listening to you. And that was that was it. You were you were uh, it was, it was someone no, to be no reckoned. Yeah. She's a gal. No. no none of that. You were, well, you were immediately part of the team. I don't even I, know if you remember that, but oh, I remember watching. Yeah. I was very I was very nervous, but um, also I, I remember uh, you guys made me feel very welcome. It was... It was um, fun. Yeah, it was very well, fun. You and, were and I appreciated how uh, the, my good fortune of joining this, uh, this great team. 
And we appreciate it all the times you invited us for dinner <laughs> at your house and all the, all the uh, times we got together with you. You know, what was fun, too, was that uh, at that time, we were all... Um, families were <laughs> yes, coming. Right. Yes. You were Younger. with child a yes, number of right. times. And, uh, two. And, yeah, two. Two, yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> two two different times. But, I, but I, I appreciated it. I was a little younger than, than you guys. But I, a I, lot. I, I did, well, I did appreciate, uh, you know, uh, raising uh, two kids and, and coming to work, coming back to work every right, night. Yeah. You know, there'd be this, this issue oh, or yeah. that issue. And you guys always uh, were, we, we, had we, good we, advice. Some Something, something would always come up, and, yes. and I, you know it's amazing. And I think it's, I, 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 Arch got angry at me one time that I can I, remember. I don't remember that. Well, I really you had don't. a new BMW <laughs> that you were. Of course, driving. it's related to cars, <laughs> and it was related to snow. And I had a snowball. I made a snowball, uh -huh. and Arch came to oh. by showing off his BMW with a convertible. With the window down, and I perfectly <laughs> threw the snowball into yes, the window, yes, end oh. of the car. Right in my new car. My new car. That was the only time. So. Every time somebody got a new car, we all had to go look oh, at yeah. it in the parking lot, and right. most especially we had to sniff it, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> that new car. Oh, I remember that. Bob and I had a little game we would play when we would leave at night, <laughs> and you would generally get in front. You had like a, you had one of the first sobs I've ever oh, yes. seen. Yeah. And I think I had a Cadillac Seville and I would tap your bumper with my car <laughs> when you stopped. <laughs> then you well, would I, shake I would, your uh, fist I, at I, me. I still have, uh, I've had three or four Ford Broncos uh -huh. because mm -hmm. if it snowed, yeah, I right. had to get in and I never oh, missed You weren't God. walking in. Uh, and you were in walking in and then I, I would go home at midnight and dodge all of the abandoned cars uh -huh. and drive up and had no You know, in, this, in 1979, in that snowstorm, when me and two other people were the only people in the newsroom, the news director, Dave Newell, called me. He says, I can't get out of my driveway. Go on the air and ask anybody watching who's got a four-wheel drive car to come to Channel 4, mm -hmm. and we will hire them and their car for the duration. <laughs> so all these brawny guys come down from the mountains, and that's how we covered the 79 snowstorm. And then the next year, they had That continued, right? We, uh, oh, yeah. I had many rides in and yes. snowstorms yeah. from no, big had, guys in an army, And we would be on the air. Uh, starting in the morning. Back then, I was still do I was doing radio, and if it was a snowstorm, oh, yeah, yeah. I would probably get three hours yeah, sleep, and I'd start yeah. at four or five o'clock wow. in the morning. WRC radio uh -huh. here, and then WMAL, WMAL, and then WMZQ. So I was doing radio, and during the snowstorms, it was just round the clock. I would take a break about 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, and then Boy, come in here, I'll see how you and did then it. get back home at, uh, at midnight. It was, it was. It Bob was and fun. I are working door to door, and uh, That's right. I'll review the latest <laughs> movies for two dollars. Archie and, and I, we'll give you a Archie forecast. and I did one joint movie review. We, uh, what Twister, for? Twister. Yeah, for Twister. Twister. We went right. to the movie. Oh, yeah. Of course. Twister, and then uh -huh. that uh, evening, exactly. gave our joint review. 
that was, you know. Hey, we, we, want, to, we want to make sure that we uh, include uh, two members of our team who, who are not with us any longer. Yeah. Jim Vance was part of this station for almost 50 wow. years. Yeah. He always came across as uh, very smooth and uh, cool, but we, we found some clips from uh, way back when he wasn't so cool. <laughs> the principal witness today was Dr. Dorothy Johnson, the assistant superintendent for elementary schools. She outlined what she called 10 concerns in her area. Topping the list were the needs for a program of academic excellence, that's what used to be called the Clark Plan, and for increased health services, which she said have been impaired because of recent city budget cuts. This is a stand up for the seven. As far as the Board of Elections is concerned, the race for one of the at-large seats in the recent school board election is over. The board today declared Charles Cassell the winner by a mere 20 votes over his opponent, Thomas Curtis. Curtis still has some recourse, though, because yeah. he can't. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's before my time. Did, yeah. were you, do you remember that uh, that early version of Jim Vance? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I Big still have like that in my closet. <laughs> you know, it, it's Bro. funny when uh, you look back on those uh, early 80s, uh -huh. and, it, and it was, everything was different. Everything 70s. And the even. 70s, yeah. Well, talk talk about that just just for for a moment, about how different how how different things are now. I mean, you were working on film. Uh, we've been through many iterations now. Everything is digital. Talk talk a little bit about how the technology has. When changed. I was here, uh, you went out with a three man film crew. Yeah. They all of them. I was 27, 28 years old. They were all twice my age. Uh -huh. Many of them had worked for uh, like Fox Movie Tone News. They were newsreel guys. We uh, we would go out. Uh, I had uh, Pat Collins <laughs> has inherited the golden. Yes. But we uh, for 25 years, I did a, a golden snow shovel. Sure. Uh -huh. And in between the six and 11, usually it was an inch. And one time it, uh, I had it was well, it was windy. Oh, I But around ta yes. town, and I, it would be a crew with two. Uh, a lighting, uh, right, and, and then uh, and with, then a, with a, the three-man uh, thing, uh, and come back and edit it and put it on for. The big question the was, conference. where did you sit in the car? Because <laughs> yeah. they all had. And, but there and, was protocol for that. Oh yes, absolutely. Generally, it was a back seat yeah. uh, behind the passenger. And, and I would, uh, I would then rendezvous at some place. Hopefully it was around town, and we would shoot the uh, the Golden Snowshoe. We'd do it, come back, edit like crazy. When I first started I, up in Boston, it was all film. Mm -hmm. So you would mm -hmm. shoot film, and there was a guy, a whole film chemical process. Right, thing. yes. You'd be back, and he'd go like crazy, and, and develop a film in, what, five, ten minutes? And you'd put it on the air. There was an A roll and a B roll. And there was a switcher in the control. And room. they never got it right. <laughs> and, and, but it was amazing, the stuff. And it was some it breaking was, news often. Right. And I shot back and on the air within 30 minutes. And, and today we and can film. cover the news with a, with with a, a cell phone with, and even do, a, yeah, do right. a live shot from there. If you're in a big hurry, uh, the end of your nose to the end of your arm was five <laughs> seconds of film. So this was five, 10, 15, 20, bam. I have, uh, Slap it in there and our, you're ready to go. Our dear friend Wendy, who- uh, Oh uh, man, uh, gosh. Would, uh, during, when, uh, before she got uh, ill and was doing things from Rappahannock County, right. which I, I have a cabin there. So I got Wendy to move to Rappahannock. <laughs> and so I, I visited her one time mm. and I said, um, where's, 
where's the, uh, where's the, where's the, where do you do the shots from? Uh -huh. And she showed right me, the, yeah, the film, <laughs> yeah. the little iPad, and, uh -huh. she, and great? she said she had to ask her neighbors to stop using the internet, so she had enough, <laughs> <laughs> enough on the internet to get the live shot back. But I would be watching, and watching Wendy reporting from Rappahannock and showing around, and I said, Boy, that shot looks great. I said, where does, where does the, where's the crew come in? You know, said, the guy you know, who hired you know, Wendy just had an awful crush on her. She would go in his, in his office and he would just turn beet red. And Katie Couric was working here at the time. Right. And you know, his office was glassed in so everybody could see <laughs> in there. And it just drove her crazy. There's some details I'm gonna leave out. But one day she burst in there, she said, there are other flowers in the garden. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And we can't forget our friend George Michael. He never missed an opportunity to keep us on our toes. And a cool night tonight with some high clouds. You're all right. Everybody else, when everybody else said that it would rain my tomorrow buddy. on Wednesday, he said it would not rain, and it ain't going to rain tomorrow. That's right. I'd go with Bob. And I'm going to go off. Goodbye, and you said Bob. if it did rain, we're in big trouble, I right? Said if it <laughs> did rain, you'd be on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and, and George uh, more than once had some fun with my hair. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. matter of fact, Barbara Harrison, and uh, you know, we chat, and she still gets questions uh -huh. about is that a wig? And. <laughs> And the funny story, when I was starting out, I was in my 20s, and it was the big hair days. I mean, I had a lot of yes, big I, hair. I, I gave a demonstration of that, yeah. <laughs> and a woman wrote in before the internet, she said, Dear Mr. Ryan, if you must wear a wig, at least get a decent one. <laughs> I'm 29 years old. What is, what is the fascination yeah. with hair? I, I, I guess uh, Bob's everybody well, can it's, relate. It's, it's, it's thinner now. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm more, I have Doreen's hair now, the, the thinning kind. But it, I pass on this discussion. On and, and, and he, and it, we, did, we did a number of bits, uh -huh. and mm -hmm. it, was, it was fun. You know, and, and nobody got irritated. I mean, some Are of the things... Are you sure about that? I, uh, I think there was some irritation there, there, from there time was, to time. There was one when a George... I was doing the weather, and George changed one of the uh, arrows on my magnetic map, and I didn't catch it. You oh. didn't catch it. Oh, 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, oh, and I was a little oh, irritated. And then George was... Uh, you know how George was. Bob but was... That was that was I used to say, Ryan, let's go get something to eat. Just use yesterday's forecast. Nobody will know. It would make him angry. <laughs> well, lucky for us that Bob takes meteorology so seriously. I, I tease him all the time, too, about that. Let's just go to the blue planet. And, uh, let's move on. Yes, did. And, and uh, there, was, there were a couple of times. Did, are you going to tell the story about the uh, Kenny Gamble when we changed from the paper oh. uh, <laughs> uh, prompters to the electronic prompters? I don't know this story. Oh, you know this you story. Know this we story. always tell it. It's, it's, uh, we it's, changed over. We used to have yes. the prompter that you would read. Paper you are the most technically advanced and so of everyone. And so we changed it to electronic. And I thought, gee whiz, somebody could get in there and maybe <laughs> change. And so... There was your introduction uh -huh. uh, to Arch at the end, and and I think the the script said Arch is here with a review, and and the script actually said Arch is here and he's not wearing any pants. <laughs> That's and, what you, Arch Campbell's here. And, 
And, and he's not wearing any pants. And you did not say that. You saw it coming up. I don't. I don't even. Bob remember. did that. I did yes. That. Bob. You did that. Yes. You uh, don't know that. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. But you stopped. You did not say that. Well, well Arch and I have chatted a bit, you, and we know a few people who would have said that in the introduction. Yes. Arch this is, is here true. with a review, and he's not wearing any pants. <laughs> We did have more fun. We had more fun laughing. We, we were uh, just, I had we a, had a I lot had, of jokes I had to go up uh, to HR us. about that one. <laughs> we, there, there was a certain amount of time you had to wait for the 11 o'clock news to start, and we'd usually finish an hour beforehand, and that's when the fun began. Mm -hmm. We had a golf course upstairs. <laughs> we would hit golf balls down the hallway and well, we around. Had, we the, had different, they had NBA playoffs, you know, we, we never knew. When, or late they, nights. Or right. bloody uh, baseball that would go 16 innings one time, and we, we walked out of here about one in the morning. <laughs> Well, we miss you guys, and it's and it's really it's wonderful to be able to catch up with you. And I know I know people watching are uh, are really glad to see you. Well, you know it's fun to, for the continuity when we watch. Uh -huh. <coughs> Actually, right. I must confess, yeah. I watch on my computer as streaming. A matter of fact, I think you know, Jim Hanley and Pat Lawson and we were doing the four o'clock news back in the mid '90s, mm -hmm. and the station tried the experiment of bringing in a big internet thing that cost mm -hmm. a lot of money, mm -hmm. a T1 line. And so we streamed the news uh -huh. back in the late 90s because we had started mm -hmm. the, uh, the WeatherNet 4. With, and it, was, it wasn't generating enough viewers. So, and it cost so much that after nine months, they stopped it. So, mm. and here we are. And now, and now that's the growth area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. We've been digitized uh, to look much younger. <laughs> I, just, I just feel very grateful to have worked here the years I did, and, and it's wonderful to be back in the building. Yeah. I still get yeah. a thrill walking into the building. I always got a thrill walking in here, didn't you? Into yes. this building? Yes. Even, even now with the renovations going yeah, on, and you right, kind of have yeah. to walk up well, a gangplank to get in well, the back door? Know, uh, it was like, I said, it's like walking into Sing Sing. You used to be the front door. <laughs> and when the newsroom was there, you'd uh, come in and, and Brinkley would be here. Uh -huh. and, oh, uh, David Brinkley walking down the hall. Roger Mudd uh, was here. Carl Stern, yeah. Tom and, Pettit, and, all and these the great office, names. Everybody was, and you'd see everybody in the cafeteria. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I knew everybody's plans because they would come to me for the weather. Right. And Andrea Mitchell, <laughs> when Andrea was getting married, Every right. day, Andrea, yes. and so I knew one uh -huh. where she was getting married in <laughs> right, Washington, right, right. and when she was getting married. So, and I knew, and Judy Woodruff was here. She had a mm -hmm. couple of things, mm -hmm. so I knew. Never thought about that aspect of being the weatherman. Yeah. Right. That everybody, yeah. everybody, you, came. You, was very everybody comes to you, you, you know uh, where all the big plans are. Well, it's great to see both great of you. Great to see and, you. And we, we Thank you for your, the invitation. Yeah. Sure. It's, it's, it's wonderful to catch up, and we hope you'll come back to see our I'm writing a memoir, video, and improved. I need an editor and a publisher mm. that won't cost me anything. <laughs> So you can get me on Facebook. Talk to Pat Collins. He he just wrote a book. I, 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 I don't think he had I, an editor at all. Though. I read his book and enjoyed it. It's Do funny. I have time for right. one more story? Of course. Bob Ryan's story. Oh, my goodness. Bob and I are sitting around in the Weather Center one night, and uh, I said, we're taking a trip. We're going to go to Germany. Where should I go? He says, well, I have an aunt who lives in Baden-Baden, oh, and it's a wonderful yeah. place, yeah. and you should go there. There's a wonderful hotel there, the Brimmers Park Brenner Inn. Park, yeah. 
So uh, we go there, and I kind of made a spectacle. I uh, slipped and sprained my ankle. Uh -huh. So for the rest of the time I was there, I was the the American who, who broke his ankle, and he's walking around on the crutches. So we come back, and a time passes, and we get a letter from the Brimmers Park Inn. It says, Dear Hare and Frau Campbell, please return the towels. And my wife, it's, how dare they say that about us? She sits down and writes this poison <laughs> pin. How dare you say that about us? We did not take your towels. I, I know where this is Do going. Do not ever <laughs> expect us to come to your hotel again. So months so, passed. A year, a year and later. It didn't arrive, the letter didn't around arrive. around with Bob. Then we're talking about it. Something late is yeah. happening. Bob says, uh, did you ever get my letter? <laughs> <laughs> you did he that. had sent that. He My got, wife and I shortly got stationary after that, from the hotel. Visiting a sent uh, it from Germany. So we had a we stayed at the Baden Baden uh, at the Bear Park. And can I, never and go I, back and there. Olga Wright wrote and signed it <laughs> as an old German boyfriend that she had, <laughs> oh, and, and it was addressed oh, to Herr God. and Frau Campbell. Oh. <laughs> so please send back the towels. So, <laughs> So you'll you'll have to if, if you ever yeah. go back you have to use a different name. Alien, sorry. <laughs> Throw in the towel. Thank well, you for that. It's one of my favorite experiences. Thank you, you for your friendship. Well, Thank you for your you, friendship. We didn't show the one where uh, also you got back at me. I was playing tennis and doing a promo at my weather desk. Mm -hmm. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. I and I, I lost that. that. <laughs> it's a picture of Bob in with shorts. his uh, yeah. Well, of course, with his short tennis shorts. shorts yeah. So uh, I stood up you, after. Literally, you look like you're not wearing. Any pants. <laughs> and Arch, of course, showed it on air. <laughs> Once, and then you went in and destroyed the no, tape. I, did. I think you did. I, think I know it was... what tape you destroyed. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, All right, well, we'll that was different. We shared a lot of wonderful times together. I know you're as proud as I am that NBC4 wow. is going strong 75 Indeed. years later. Right. Thank you both for stopping Thank by. Thank you. You can Thank see you a lot more memories invitation. of our station 75 years on NBC4 and all of our platforms. A lot of fun. So, uh, Lou, that's our walk down memory lane. You know, <laughs> I'm so old now, when I walk down memory lane, I need a Boy Scout to help me cross the street. <laughs> I, I love the line. I love the line you and Ryan said. <laughs> We're both older than the TV station. <laughs> <laughs> Older than WRC. Oh, jeez. Uh, that is, Lou Katz makes this show Man. available on Hound Radio. And Lou, tell us all about Hound Radio and where we can listen and what's on there. Well, you got a free mobile app for Apple and Android. We have our website, houndradio.com. And we have something special for the 4th of July. Check this out. Happy birthday, America. Yes, it's our birthday. And to celebrate, Hound Radio will play special tracks that honor our great country. And I'm proud to be an American. God bless America. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Listen all day this 4th of July for the audio fireworks at houndradio.com and with our free Apple and Android apps, the red, white, and blue, 
never sounded so good. Hound Radio, making America sound great again. Okay, now you know, uh, this podcast is an entertainment podcast. We try to keep up with everything. And so I do want to mention that uh, only murders in the building. Did you watch that with Steve Martin? You know, and, my uh, wife Martin and Short? my wife and I did watch one or two episodes. I don't know. We just couldn't wrap our hands around it for some reason. I, I know. you know, for some reason it caught me. So uh, I'm excited that the second season is coming on uh, Hulu this week. And uh, you know, they made that movie about Elvis with Tom Hanks. Right? Have you? I hear it stinks. I, have, I hear it just. I have no interest in watching that. If I did, it would only if I did, it would only be be because I want to see Tom Hanks, as I am sure he didn't gain weight for the role. He must have padded him up. Of course not. (laughs) So next week, we're going to talk to somebody who actually sat through it. So I hope you enjoyed today's bonus show. And Lou and I will see you next week. And Lou Katz, thank you for enabling this podcast. My pleasure. This is the Katz Podcasting System, where it's not just a podcast, but a podcast.